We aim to inspire mums to progress their careers in the tech sector from starting out to climbing the career ladder. We provide tips and insight on how to succeed in your career and overcome adversity that many women can face within the workplace. During Series 5, I'm talking to a range of inspirational people about how they've developed their leadership skills and styles to help them thrive within their career. These skills are incredibly valuable regardless of whatever job role you're in. It's not just about having a leadership title, but it's also for those at the beginning and starting out in their career where these leadership skills can really help them progress and build that confidence they need to influence and support their peers, their colleagues and anybody else that they work with. Statistics sadly show that many people can be less represented within leadership positions and also can come across as bossy or too assertive um, if they haven't quite got these leadership skills right. So what we want to do within this series is to help you tip the balance and perception and to support you to progress within your career roles. So this week on the podcast, I'm delighted to um, be joined by Gloria Ramachandani, a Senior Director of Strategy and Business Operations at Capardo, who will be sharing her journey about how she defined her sex success as a leader and a mother. So Gloria, welcome to the show. Please do introduce yourself and tell us a little bit more about your career journey. Yeah, so my name is Gloria. I am a mom of two small children. I've got a seven-year-old and a four-year-old. And I've worked in many different roles throughout the Salesforce ecosystem, ranging from a consultant to a business analyst to um, a senior director of Salesforce solutions for a large U.S. bank and payment processor. And now more recently, I've been leading our strategy and business operations team here at Capato. Um, I'm a former Salesforce MVP passionate advocate for women in tech, have led a user group here locally in Atlanta for many, many years, and I am happy to be here. So thank you for having me today, Heather. Oh, thank you for joining us. And uh, yeah, super inspired by all the things you've done. Congratulations. It's certainly hard juggling all of that with having kids and being a mum as well. And I think that's really what we want to talk about on the show today is how do you make it a success? You know, you want that career, like you want to keep progressing in your job roles. You want to help others through the user groups and the MVPs. Um, but also you've got your kids and you want to be there for them. So what does success mean for you as a leader and a mum? Why did we talk about this topic today? Yeah, I think success for me is very different. It's uh, very different from others. I think uh, traditionally, when you think of success and in terms of your career, you think of climbing the ladder, right? And you think of title and you think of position. But for me, success is ultimately being happy at the end of the day and having the work-life balance that I that I have. Um, and so for me, that may mean, you know, being able to do what I love at work every day, but also be able to make dinner in the evenings. That's something that I really enjoy doing for my kids. And so for me, success is, you know, I would say a little bit of work and a little bit of life and being able to balance the two is really what, what success looks like for me. Mm, I love that because it's really important, isn't it, to be really sort of clear in your mind about, you know, where am I going to be happy? What are the different things and the balances? And a lot of women feel that if they progress up the career ladder and take more leadership roles, that they might lose that opportunity to still be there for the kids. And that's why quite often there's less women in leadership roles because of that fear. So just talk us through your journey of, of what you have done. You have progressed up the career ladder, you are in leadership roles. So talk us through that journey and how you've managed to make it successful without compromising on some of those things. 
Yeah, I think starting out, you know, I've been in the Salesforce ecosystem for 10 years now. And at the very beginning of my career, I started out in consulting, which is uh, consulting has a very high burnout rate. And so you work very long hours, lots of difficult projects. And I was pregnant with my first and then also was still doing consulting when I had my second. And um, in between those two, I actually, I had a miscarriage um, and it was a very difficult time for me. And I, it was, it almost felt like for me that it would be easier to continue to work because it kept me busy. But I had a really, really great mentor throughout my consulting career who was actually, um, he was a male and he was, a, I, I call him a feminist, um, but he was very, very supportive of his entire team. And he had really, he has four kids and he had sat me down and said, you know, you need to take time off for yourself um, and you need time for your family and work is always going to be here. You'll always, you'll have the rest of your life to work. And I think if if you don't have someone like that in your life who, you know, stops you, right, and reminds you of what's important, it's really hard to um, to stop and take a pause. And I think that in that moment, it was very, it was very life-changing for me because I took a step, step back from work, but I had the reassurance from my boss, right, that 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 wasn't going to prevent me from getting to the next level, right? In mm-hmm. fact, what he had coached me on is that pushing back and setting those personal boundaries is what makes you a good leader. Mm-hmm. And if you don't set those boundaries, then you'll you'll continue to work really hard. You may climb the ladder, but you'll never be happy and you'll never have that work-life balance. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we all know about time with kids, right? Time is lost. And so you'll never get that time back. And so it's really, really important, I think, as you grow into a leadership position, to set those boundaries. And I think that moving into a more um, strategic role is really going to give you that time back because that also is a leadership skill to be able to to push back and say, no, this this is time for my family. Um, And I can take calls, you know, after, you know, X amount of hours or this time of the day. And, And being able to set those healthy boundaries is what makes you a strong leader. Mm, interesting yeah really wise words thank you Gloria and um I always like the phrase you know it's a marathon not a sprint exactly Um, and I think we can all put our pressure on ourselves because we see other people getting those jobs getting their promotions around us and then there's that sort of like you know some people might feel competitive or frustrated or whatever emotion bubbles up there but I think the reality is you've got to look at your own circumstances and go at a pace that is right for you and you know taking that step back um, you know, I'm very sorry to hear like, you know, some of the challenges, obviously miscarriages, you know, I've, I've been in your shoes too. And I, I know how hard that is to go through those circumstances, but it's so, certainly those things that sometimes make you reflect and think back. And, oh, and yes. Mentor, you know, mentor being completely honest with you is, is important. So obviously the mentor took, uh, mentor and manager, it sounds like you've had that fantastic support from them. How do you hold and redefine your boundaries and maintain that? Because it can easily slip sometimes, you know, depending on what's going on at work or whatever. Yeah, I think it's very easy to get caught up into, you had said something earlier about like, you see everyone's titles, you see what they're doing. And and I think moms naturally have something called imposter syndrome, where you feel like you're either never good enough, or you're always chasing something, right? And it may be because 
you've brought children into the world. And so you feel like you've had to take the backseat by what, whether it's through, you know, maternity leave, or you had a tough pregnancy, or you had, you know, uh, trouble getting pregnant, right? That can really take a toll on you. Mm -hmm. And I see that all as, you know, a part of life. It's not, it shouldn't negate, right? Anything that you've done in your career. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's something that, when I, when I think about um, in the mornings, I do a lot of yoga, right? And with yoga, there's self-reflection, but I think it's really important as a mom to self-reflect and remind yourself that you have brought life into this world, which is a pretty big deal. That's, uh, that's nothing to be shy of. And that also is a part of, let's call it your life resume, right? Don't negate that time from your career journey. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think how how did I hold and how do I redefine boundaries as a mother with a career? It starts with a lot of simple things. So we use, we do, use G Suite at work. I establish working hours. Mm-hmm. And so on my calendar, I actually block the mornings because I know that Um, The kids are getting ready for school. It's my time to go to the gym. And so I block any time before 8 a.m. And that's just a hard boundary that I've set. Um, Unless if it's an escalation or an emergency, I do not take calls before 8 a.m. But I will say those that are listening that have worked with me are probably laughing because it took a really long time to get there. There's um, a lot that I had to learn myself to set those boundaries. And then also in the evenings, I block, you know, I, I initially started to block, you know, anytime after 5 p.m. Um, but I knew that also being at a startup in my role, it's sometimes not realistic, right? And so I had to set a boundary of, hey, between 5 p.m. and 7.30 p.m., I cannot take any calls. I can't be available. You can't ping me. You will not hear from me from 5 to 7.30 p.m. And and that's because I'm making dinner. I'm getting the kids ready for bed. Now, if someone needs me, they can reach out to me after 7.30 and I can quickly respond. But I'm not not going to join a call at 7.30 p.m. But setting those boundaries of when to reach out and when not to reach out and also setting those expectations up front of you will not hear from me between seven and uh, between five and seven, I think really helps you right redefine those boundaries. And it's taken a really, really long time. I mean, I just started doing this maybe two years ago, right? And I've been working for 10 years and my oldest is seven. And so it's, it's a lot of trial and error. No, that's it's really important to reflect on. I say it's a journey. So if we can share some of these top tips earlier on, hopefully people can establish them earlier on in their, their pipeline. I think one of the, the things as a leader, though, is you always feel like, you know, you've got to be there for your team and there for your family. But the thing is, you don't set these boundaries. You end up feeling like you're letting everybody down in some way because, like you say, you can't respond properly in the way that you might want to or you're not answering your kid's question and giving them attention that you need. So you end up compromising and not being good enough for everybody if exactly. you don't set those boundaries and so sort of reflecting on a little bit more where women might feel a little bit scared of taking those leadership roles obviously there comes with a, a level of weight on your shoulders when you've got a team to um, look after how have you accepted and sort of managed that regard of you know the team need me versus managing a family as well Yeah, I think everyone talks about work-life balance and someone at Salesforce had said something that was very profound, which was work-life integration, right? And it really is an integration. It's, I I see 
my family at work as family. And I know that it's a, it's a job, it's a company, but we treat each other as family. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone on my team, I, I want to make sure that I'm supporting them in the right way. And I think with setting some of those boundaries that helps, you know, when, when I can be available when I'm not, but I think there is a, there's a motion of also when you move into a leadership role of managing up. Um, and I think as you look into leadership roles, because I want to encourage moms, women to look into leadership roles, I think find a place where you have a strong community and a support system, whether that's through your direct boss that you'll be working with or your peers, right? And that's almost more important than the title and the company. I think everyone looks online and they see these glorified jobs and they blindly apply, but I think having that support system is so critical because as much as you support your team that you manage, you also have to manage up, right? And so you have leadership that you report to as well. And so there's a lot of, uh, you know, uh, managing up and managing down as well that needs to be done to be able to set that right balance for you. Um, And I think if you don't manage up, right, that's really where it's hard to balance um, because if you're not setting those expectations and those boundaries with even your manager, then work can very easily, you know, take over your life. Mm, Absolutely. And it's interesting around, you know, making sure that you've got the right team in, in place as well, because quite often you can feel more pressure on your shoulders if you're having to pick things up or, you know, you're doing stuff that you don't want to do. So I, I think for exactly. me, when I've gone through this journey, um, it's been looking at, okay, what is it that I really love doing? What is taking my time? What could I delegate? And as a right. leader, you have that authority, right, to build your team. So that's something else that I've, you know, I think is is looking at what is the weight that you're feeling? You know, it's there, isn't it? So what can you do to remove it? So you mentioned a little bit about some of your support from your manager there. What other support mechanisms or people have you put into place to support you as a leader? Because I think it's really important that you're not in isolation because sometimes you can feel quite isolated as a leader because you're kind of holding the team and always having that brave face on. So how do you support yourself? Yeah, I have a lot of great, uh, a lot of great peers um, who are also either uh, moms to be or moms. And so I've always had a very good support system, whether it's in and outside of work. And that's just through relationships that I've built. Uh, built. And I I feel like it's very important to maintain those relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, when I think of my support system, um, I look at it as, you know, if you were a company, who would be on your board of directors, right? And so who is your champion? Who is your investor? Who supports you? And I think for me, it's a combination of number one, my husband hands down has, if the support that I did not get from him, I wouldn't be here today. Um, And he is very, he's a stay at home dad, really does, goes above and beyond for our family so that I can have time to work. And that was really important for me when I was returning to work after maternity leave, we had made that decision as a family. And so I think having that support system at home is really important, but also I think at work, you know, finding peers that you can talk to and lean on. Ashley Dodge, who leads our community community team, is a really good friend of mine. We've known each other uh, for many, many years, have worked together, um, and I lean on her a lot for support. And, and we um, will, you know, float ideas by each other, um, talk through things. And so I think it's important even beyond your manager to have peers that support you, because as a leader, 
Although it may feel isolating, there's other leaders in the organization that are going through the same problems that you're going through. And believe it or not, they may have the same things going on at home, right? And Mm -hmm. so it's really important to maintain those relationships and, you know, keep in touch with everyone. Mm, It's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, quite often you might not connect as much as a leadership team because you're managing your own teams, right? And even like you say, you might talk about work, but then there's other stuff that you can talk about. And we just organized um, a management a team day. It was just nice for the managers all to get in a room for two days and do some fun stuff just to build those relationships between each other. So you're right, it's those peer connections, isn't it? Yes, um, yes. And something I remember you telling me when we discussed this originally was, you know, every every quarter you like to review where you are and what you do. Oh, well. yes. <laughs> I do. So we, we actually have a really wonderful woman by the name of Grace who does a lot of our leadership coaching. Mm-hmm. Um, and Grace is, um, she is a force. She's so great. At what she does. And she, to your, you had mentioned a leadership offsite or management meeting. We do something called a leadership training uh, for emerging new existing leaders. Amazing. And as a part of that exercise, something that we did as a group was an expectation exercise. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times the expectations that you have for your team may not be the same that they have for you. Right. And so it's a two way street when when we talk about leadership. And so what I like to do every quarter is an expectation exercise where I kind of step back and I reevaluate what is my focus? What is my priority? Because I get all sorts of things thrown at me in my role. I've got to solve a lot of problems and burn out fires. But if if I don't continue to keep that focus quarter over quarter, it's really hard to get things done. And so um, something that I do with my team as well is we'll do an expectation exercise and I'll ask everyone, right? What is your core priority for this month? What do you absolutely need to get done? And I think that that helps instill some, some centering and some focus for the team. Awesome. I love that. It's great that you've had leadership training and skills in-house as well. Yes, a huge, I, I am so grateful for Capato supporting that, right? They flew us all out and it was a two day, you know, all day workshop, but it's, I feel like everyone needs to do that, right? Leadership training needs to be built into every company for emerging leaders. Absolutely. Absolutely. Brilliant. So to sum up then, what would be your three top tips for listeners, Gloria, for people that, you know, are for women that kind of thinking, I want to do this. Um, you know, how would I do it? They want to go for that promotion, career opportunity, but not compromise on balance. What are the three things that they should really consider at this point? Yeah, I think my first tip is really step back and think about what makes you happy. I think more importantly than that job, that title, that company that you want to work for, sitting down and doing like a vision mapping exercise of what fulfills you as a person and what makes you happy. Because I think happiness for a mom really can be different, right? And it's uh, it's probably happy kids, happy home, but also being able to get what you want at work and, and potentially, you know, the job or the title or the position that you want. And so sit down and really visualize that and, and write it down on a piece of paper. I think second is as you, you know, move into your role wherever you are today, or you move into a leadership role, continue to set those boundaries. 
And don't feel shy about that. Being able to set boundaries is a good leadership skill. And so my second tip is whether that's through working hours, through your Google calendar, or letting everyone on your team know, set those boundaries so that you do have time for yourself and more importantly, your family as well. And I think the third is the third tip is monitor, right? If I think about analytics and monitoring, take a step back every quarter, set those expectations Also look at some metrics. How are you defining success? Um, How can things get better? Um, What can you do to maybe have a little bit more balance or what can you do to maybe be more efficient at work? And so I think evaluating at the end of whether that's once a month, once a week, once a quarter is really, really important because hindsight is always 2020. And so it's really important to take a step back and look at what you've accomplished. Awesome. I love those. They're such heart-centered tips as well. And I think you make it just feel really achievable, Gloria. I mean, it's like, it's not that easy, right? You said, you know, you've been doing it for years and you're putting in boundaries and every quarter. And I think that's the key thing is to keep holding, holding your own with your boundaries, thinking about what makes you happy, you know, is the core to being success. And I think the other thing that's always resonated with me is you know, with any with any job role, it should be achievable within the working hours, right? Or else exactly. not working. So being a leader doesn't mean you should work any more hours or anything else. And, and in job roles, we always have a pressure of some sort. Um, so I think it's just taking away that perception and kind of going, okay, if I was to come to this job role, what would it look and feel like? And just tweaking stuff and everything you've said has just really sort of brought it back down to, you know, who you are, um, you know, and what does your family and success look like without compromising really yeah yeah exactly and it is achievable I think I probably do make it look very easy but it but it you know in a way it is easy I don't want anyone to feel discouraged right and mm-hmm. I think I, I encourage everyone if you're interested in a leadership role or you know you you want to achieve something um, ask yourself what's holding you back, right? Because you you have to take a chance, you have to go for it. And I think once you're there and you can set your boundaries, um, then it'll be hopefully smooth sailing. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing with us, Gloria, your, your background, your experience, your tips. Um, I think they're really wise words for anybody really considering, you know, do I progress and do I get that promotion? Um, going forward and we have got another podcast show coming up about how to ask for promotion so all these things tie in very nicely together (laughs) just go in knowing how you can manage your time effectively so thank you very much Gloria for joining us today I hope you've enjoyed it thank you Heather thank you for having me today you're welcome and thank you to everybody for listening on the show if you did like the show today please do rate and review us on iTunes which will help boost awareness of the show and all the the great experts that we've got on it Um, if you're interested in learning more about supermums you can visit our website at supermums.org to learn more about our partners of which Capado is one we're very thankful to work with Capado on empowering women in tech Um, we have the stronger women summit coming up which is all about coaching women to success and making them feel confident and empowered to achieve their life and career goals. So please find the registration link for that coming up in the show notes. And we look forward to seeing you there. So thank you again for everybody. And um, thank you again, everyone, for joining us today. And I look forward to seeing you again soon. Take care. Bye.